0: This is Season 4 of the Barcelona Virtual European Marketing Podcast. I'm Alba. Welcome to Episode 1.
1: And I'm your host, Paul Fleming. As we begin the new year, I'd like to extend a warm welcome to all of our new listeners from around the world.
0: And those listening via Alexa, too. After all, that's how we got started, Paul, back in the fall of 2018.
1: Precisely, Alba. What began as an Alexa flash briefing has grown to become a worldwide podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major platforms. This is the 36th episode of more than three years exploring European marketing and innovation.
0: That said, this episode's title has me mystified. I think I know what the metaverse might be. However, what does that have to do with Europe?
1: Excellent question, and you'll soon see why. The echo of the big news announced by Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg last October has created a veritable tsunami of press and expectations. Or perhaps it's only hype, yet again?
0: Hmm, but why rewind? I mean, if it's all so new?
1: The problem with the whole thing, my dear colleague, is that Facebook is late. Very late, in fact. In other words, it's all been done already and was progressing well. That is, until the crash of the first metaverse. Hence, Rewind.
0: Do you want me to push the button? Oh my god, it's going back fast! 2022, 2021, 2020... Whoa! 2011, 2010,
2: 2009, 2008,
1: 2007... Stop!
2: The following content is brought to you by Derby Hotels Collection, European Luxury Hotels. Enjoy a special 10% discount in London, Barcelona and Madrid with the code BVAlexa at DerbyHotels.com.
1: Whew, what a ride that was. Welcome to the year 2007, Alba. A pioneering company in San Francisco with a strange name promises us all something incredible. A second life. Before you know it, everyone, and I mean everyone, is talking about SL, as it's known by its fans. As well as other immersive worlds such as Hubble Hotel, Google's Lively, and then later, PlayStation Home. So,
0: that was when the metaverse was born?
1: Alba, this is Henry.
3: You're right, although it wasn't really called that back then. The word metaverse was well known by the freaky few, hardcore sci-fi fans like Henry and myself. The term first appeared in a 1992 novel, Snow Crash, by Neil Stevenson. And in 1995, I distinctly remember how well the metaverse was portrayed in one of Keanu Reeves' first movies, Johnny Mnemonic. Dude, I just saw that last weekend on Prime Video with my girlfriend. It was awesome.
1: Okay, 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 guys, I think we're going too fast. First, many of our listeners will want to know one thing. What is the metaverse?
2: Thanks, Paul. My head is spinning already. (laughs) So is mine.
4: Paul has asked me to help out on this one. So my own definition is one I have adapted from Jamal Warren on Medium. A metaverse is a digital space represented by 3D representations of people, places, and things. In other words, it's a digital world where real people, represented by avatars, their digital incarnations, can work, play, live, and even love. He says it in an even more elegant, stylish fashion. At its core,
3: it's an embodied internet. Quite eloquent, even romantic. Still, I fail to understand how two humans can fall in love in a 3D world of pixel-building blocks.
1: I think I can help you there, George. Uh, Not only did I live for five years in version 1.0 of the Metaverse Second Life, I also was honored to attend three Avatar weddings and was best man at one of them.
2: Boss, rewind. I think you need to back up a bit. I'm totally lost.
1: Leslie, you're right. Let me give you a bit more backstory. As I said, in 2007, Second Life exploded. It filled the TV, press, and conference rooms. I still remember the standing room-only crowd at a marketing conference in Madrid. When that happened, we immediately decided to become the first Spanish digital agency in the metaverse. And we were. We first rented a virtual office for the agency in Second Life, then quickly purchased an entire 3D island in that digital world. Our CIO, Edgar Grignan, will remember this well.
4: I certainly do. And the strange feeling I had when you asked me to design the island's first building, the old lighthouse, El Viejo Faro. We have put up photos of those beginnings in the program notes for this episode at blog.bevirtual.com.
2: Please be patient with me. You know how analytical I can get. Just why did you do that?
4: Paul, if you don't mind, I will answer that. We made the investment because we understood that Second Life was the next big thing, the logical evolution of a one-dimensional book, Paradigm, to a full-fledged immersive 3D experience. We wanted to learn
1: everything we could. And learn we did. The island of Barcelona Virtual became a major destination in the Spanish-speaking world with hundreds of thousands of visits. The drawing power came from a leisure model, of course. The magnet, well, the sunsets, the disco and its DJs, fun beach shops, the beach bonfires. And then we opened up a multi-story apartment building that we rented to Avatars. The headquarters of the agency was there with a flamboyant yacht moored at the dock just below. And I even designed and built my own dream house in a secluded, mountainous part of the island. I lived, quote unquote, in that metaverse from 2007 2007 until 2012
5: and Paul you should mention the business aspect you told me you made a surprising amount of money in the first years
1: yes we did the metaverse was the ideal venue for brand experiences and we created just that promotions and contests for playstation universal pictures sunny delight the spanish chain of the amc movie theaters even banks that was when we created the avatar for Barça's Leo Messi,
4: who was the spokesman for Spanish Bank, and also racing champion, Nani Roma. And don't forget the first software fair. We created that feature, L'Oréal, T-Systems, Repsol, major banks, as well as consulting firms, such as Accenture, Deloitte, Capgemini, and others.
1: That is right, Edgar. And since it was possible to challenge gravity in Second Life, Job applicants actually flew to their interviews, which were held in four towers in the Info Empleo job fair in the Metaverse.
2: So, all of that has already been done? Now I understand why we're talking about a rewind. Sort of like, back to the future. Why did it fail to take hold then? And what makes people think it will take off now?
1: As Edgar said earlier, we stayed in Second Life that long to truly understand just how the metaverse works. Five years later, we unplugged our beloved island, but we did walk away with reams of valuable data. I've left some of our main learnings on our blog in the post that accompanies this episode. Since Europe was well represented in version 1.0 of the metaverse, from leading brands to media such as Reuters, the BBC, and Germany's Axel Springer Verlag, let's now turn to version 2.0. Just where will European innovation fit in? In this final segment, let me first quote American writer Gertrude Stein. Quote. The trouble with Oakland, California, is that when you get there, there isn't any there, there. Unquote. Isn't it interesting that Mark Zuckerberg lives just next door? I say that because, despite the current buzz about the metaverse, many journalists admit that the emperor has no clothes. The Wark Report recently wrote, and I quote, The truth is that this thing, the metaverse, Doesn't yet exist.
2: Boss, you're confusing me again.
3: Leslie, I think I might be able to help.
2: I was hoping you'd say that.
3: I think what you Americans might say is that Zuckerberg simply got the ball rolling. When he made his meta announcement last fall, the sheer weight of Facebook made the global press and analysts pay attention to the metaverse. To be fair, his first move, by developing Horizon workspaces for Oculus VR, is proof of Zuckerberg's intent to create Metaverse 2.0. Henry, I have to admit, you caught me on that one. Suffice it to say
1: that whilst Zuckerberg doesn't have much to show yet, there are still very many companies that do. Very well put, George. New players such as Odyssey, Snapchat and Sansar, as well as veterans such as Fortnite, Second Life and Unity are all creating a very real Metaverse. And don't forget Decentraland. I'm glad you said that, Henry. The very name says a lot about this second wave of the metaverse. It will be a decentralized alternate reality based on Web3, cryptocurrencies, and financed by DeFi, a shorthand way of saying decentralized finance. The metaverse 2.0 is an integral part of what Edgar was sharing with us in the last episode of Season 3. As far as Europe is concerned, uh, what did you find, Kerry? Since we are short on time, perhaps uh, more as headlines?
5: No worries. Here's your breaking news. To begin with, overall, analysts say the metaverse market could present an $800 billion revenue opportunity by 2024. And Europe is listening. In Sweden, the DeFi company Valor has created a Metaverse Plus gaming index that's been approved by the Swedish Financial Supervisory Authority, thus activating it across the European Union. What about brands? In France, luxury brand Louis Vuitton is exploring the idea to create brand spaces. Whilst in Italy, Gucci has literally been playing in Roblox, a Metaverse gaming platform.
3: You know, with all that's been said, we haven't even touched the subject of eSports. Yet that's a world in and of itself.
5: Well, we're also seeing a fusion of the real sports world with the virtual. Last May, fans were offered digital tickets to teleport to the EuroLeague Final Four in Cologne, Germany. And this was made possible by technology developed by Spanish company YBVR.
3: Carrie, when you mentioned Roblox just now, you made me think of Finland's Habo Hotel, now just known as Habbo. Did you know that the platform has 800,000 active users each month, and since its creation in 2000, 316 million avatars have been created there.
5: Finally, the agency Starcom UK has published an important report on the metaverse, as well as launching a five-part podcast series on the subject. As many of our listeners might enjoy it, we've put the links up at blog.bevirtual.com.
1: Thanks. Great job. What you've shared clearly proves how important European creativity and innovation will be in this next iteration of the metaverse. In fact, just one more data point. The big news last October was also that Facebook Meta is sourcing and looking for 10,000 new employees to help them build their own metaverse. Where, you might ask? Europe. From Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Poland, the Netherlands, and Ireland. It's very clear that the old continent is not so old after all. So, strap yourselves in and get ready for the teleport. Europe is indeed prepared for the innovation required by this brave new world.
0: Remember to check out our other Flash Briefings in the podcast section of our blog. Many of the episodes include very interesting chats with European innovators and entrepreneurs. Till
2: then, goodbye from Spain. This flash briefing is brought to you by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com.